I don't really get the espresso, but maybe I still have the bread on my tongue. Two crafty dads. Friends, it is February. And you know what that means? What does that mean? That means dry January is over. Yay! So uh, all of our listeners, all of our lushes out there that uh, gave up your craft beers for the month of January, welcome back to The Good Life. Yes. On this day, we are giving you full permission to go ahead yes. and pop one open with us tonight. Crack it open. Enjoy. Congratulations on a hard-fought month. If you made it all the way through, yes, congratulations. Uh, you know, some... Like those New Year's resolution. Most times it dies down after seven days. Yep. Um, and by the way, we are Two Crafty Dads. Yes. I am Shannon. And I am Joey. And welcome. Um, yeah, so New Year's resolutions, just real quick. Yes. Uh, I talked about how I was making a, a goal mm-hmm. this year of, did I say how many books I was going for? 20? Uh, no, year, you talked last, about last year surpassing your goal. Last year I did 16. This year, my goal is 20. Okay. And as of recording this, I've got six in. Six in already? Six in already. So in By three, the time this comes out, I will probably have seven so in. So in three weeks, you've read six books? Yes. How many pages are these books? Uh, these like those little golden books three that you to get four, as kids? Three to 400. Okay. So they're actual like book books. Not yes. Like, um, not like manuals right, or guides. Right now, the book I'm reading is 288 and it's probably the smallest book I've had. Okay. Well, good for you. Congratulations. Yes, I, I feel uh, good. I don't have any New Year's resolutions, and I have not read any books. I haven't even listened to an audio book yet <laughs> this year. So, um, But I did order some travel guides, so I will be reading those for upcoming vacation. So All right. They're not books, but they are guides. I haven't come to think of anything like three weeks in, though, that I would want to resolute, if you would, for a New Year's resolution. Like, I feel like it's one of those things, we've talked about this on two episodes ago, that you really have to focus in and know you want to do it. And I don't mean to seem like I'm lazy or anything. There's just nothing that I feel like I really want to accomplish in 2024. I gotcha. So I started reading a book. Uh, I think the last time we recorded, had Aaron left? She was leaving the next day. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so one of the books belonged, like her mom was taken back with her. Okay. Um, and so I started it right before they went on the cruise. And then I wanted to make sure that I finished it when they got back, so I could give her the book to take with her. Okay. That and then I ended up reading smart. two books while they were gone. <laughs> Man, I got so much time, so much things to do without my wife here in the house. Yeah. There wasn't a honey-do list or I, anything like no, that? No. You, know, <laughs> you lucky dog. The, the kids survived. I mean, I was, I was watching uh, playoff football. I mean, there were three games that weekend, or three days' worth of games. Yes. Um, sadly, um, both of our teams were eliminated the first round. None of them some, showed up. Some um, had a better showing than others. I, I think uh, I, okay. uh, the Steelers were not. The Steelers were big underdogs. Uh, yes, that's true. They, they were. They were. They were not. Supposed if we didn't to win. give the Packers a free fourteen <laughs> points, we would have been in a lot better position. But you know, so goes the life of a Cowboys fan. Yes. Um, so, and Jamie didn't have to watch it because she was on the cruise. Yes, lucky so, for her. Yeah. 
Well, the good thing was by halftime, I knew the game was over. So it wasn't like I could spend the second half watching it with Connor and just making fun of the Cowboys and how they were playing. Right. So it worked out. And oh, yeah, because you were watching it with a, a Packers with the fan, Packers fan and, yeah. and your son. So And then he watched them lose in the last week. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it'll be an interesting Super Bowl. When this comes out, you'll know who's in it. Uh, we're not going to talk about it because we don't know who's in it right. at the time. Uh, we can predict the future, though. It's January 25th. When this comes out, the play, it'll be set. I want you to tell me who's going to win, who's the matchup. Are we going to edit in the correct answers? No, I, I, I want, we're going to, Schwami says, so, Shannon's crystal ball in front of you. There's four teams left. Who's playing and who's winning? Um, we're going to see if we're good. I'm going to go Lions-Chiefs. Lions-Chiefs, okay. Who is going to win? You've got two choices here. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you want to go with your heart? I, I kind of do. I mean, I think I, I want to. I want to. I mean, I'm pulling for the Lions all the way. I, I think it's going to be very hard pressed to find someone who's not pulling for the Lions right now. Yeah. I mean, I want the NFC to win. Whoever makes it. Yeah. Yeah, you can't root for really any of those teams in the AFC. No, um, I mean, I was hoping for the Bills. I was hoping for Bills Lions, mm-hmm. um, just so that one of them would finally win. Yeah, <laughs> I do that in hockey too. It's like, oh, this team's never won. Yeah, let's go for them. Um, so I'm gonna stand by Slim, Sh- Slim Shady, and uh, I'm gonna go Lions. You're gonna lose yourself in the music in the moment. Yes. All right. Very good. Okay. I am going to stick with the conspiracy theory. And the conspiracy theorists out there. The, the Niners-Ravens? I'm going to go Niners-Ravens. I want. I would not be upset. I would be very happy if the Lions won. Yeah. I have no dog in the fight, but I like the conspiracy theory people. I think it's fun to, to follow that stuff out there. And if you don't know what we're talking about, the conspiracy theory the last couple of years is the Super Bowl logo has been the colors of the teams that eventually played in the Super Bowl. Right. So... That's the theory this year. The colors are purple and red. Yeah. And, of course, those two teams have a shot at going. So I, I will tell you, I feel probably the Ravens are going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt this once Michigan won. Because the last time the Ravens won the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. it was when the Harbaugh brothers were both in the championship. Yes, when right? the 49ers And so the now that Jim has just won his championship, you know, John is probably going to return – Right, and it could even be a matchup of the teams too. Yeah, it could same be Forty Niners and the Ravens, and then Harbaugh wins again. Yep. Uh, but I'm going different direction. Oh wait, no, no, he is the coach of the Ravens. Wow, I'm going to pick the Ravens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm so going Ravens over the Niners, that, and that saddens me and makes me want to have a drink now. And I think we should definitely have a drink. I don't think we've ever made it eight minutes into the podcast without cracking open a drink. Uh, probably so, not. Uh, my house. Your house. My go first. Go for it. No guest beer this evening, so we're jumping right into the main event. Yep. Um, so I'm kind of surprised we haven't had this one, this brewery on. Okay. Um, it is from Athens, Georgia. Well, I know one big one from Athens, Georgia. And that's probably the one. Terrapin. Yes. Okay. We have not had them on here. So um, from Terrapin, I have... Um, it, had some Terrapin beers before. Yeah. So Hopsecutioner, Hopsecutioner is one that I think I would typically get from them. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, though, I saw it. And so Hopsecutioner, we went to... 
uh, we did our our stay at Coronado that one time, and I remember yes. picking up some terrapin hopsecutioner to drink at the pool. Ooh. Right, so I remember having. I that. do remember that because I was judging you hardcore, like that's your pool beer. Yeah, and so this also this beer also reminds me of Disney, um, okay. and and drinks that we have at Disney. What what is the what what is the drink we tend to get when we are on a Disney cruise? Um, Bahama Mama. No, 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 no. Um, an after dinner drink. Oh, an espresso martini. An espresso martini, yes. yes. So I am drinking Ooh. an espresso martini imperial white stout. Ooh. I've um, never heard of such a thing. Um, so um, I don't know what color this is. Oh, look, there it, it is, is, right like on their gold. website. Yeah. Um, it's gold and brown. brown. That was what I couldn't... It, like the foam of the, an espresso martini. Because the on the screen, it's like got a red background. Or like a, well, that's for the colorblind... The back, I'm on the website too. The background is green. <laughs> no. Yes. It's a green. Let wet. me see your screen. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> yes. That is red. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're not. You're scary, okay. You're you clicked on the beer. Yes. yes. Now that you. I'm on the beer page. Yes. It's more like a garnet, but yes. Go ahead. My yeah. bad. <laughs> you're not that crazy or that blind. <laughs> um, yeah. So. To describe this, it's got a picture of an espresso martini uh, with uh, four beans in it, and it's got some. Was that tribal? Like, I, what is the the pattern? It almost on here? looks like steam from an espresso, like maybe. fancy artwork, but yeah, maybe. Um, but it's got it's got a story on here, and I'm glad that it's on the website because that the oh, that is on, small that, that's hard to read. Um, so it says the art of making a great cocktail takes precision and skill. Our espresso martini imperial white stout has all the complexity you'd expect from a finely crafted cocktail prepared by your local mixologist. With an aroma of fresh brewed espresso and a full, silky smooth mouthfeel, this beer is sophisticated enough to be served in a martini glass. Mm. So are we drinking said beer out of our martini glass? I do not have martini glasses. Aww. So no, we are not. Um, We're not going to be but, ultra fancy and crafty tonight. Right. So the the martini, it's, it's like a... A whitish, a cream color. Yeah, it's right? not the dark with the cream foam on the top. It's like it looks like it's got the foam on top, but it's yeah, and because it's, it's, it's a, a white, white stout. stout. Yeah, the other white stout we had was the Christmas Christmas one. Yes, the War on Christmas. Yep. Um, but you drank that from the can, right? I believe I did. So I, I don't know how do, how do white stouts pour? Uh, white. Do they? It's a white stout. I, I know. But the, it's not dark. It's not a dark beer. But I, I would assume it? it's not a dark beer. I don't want to speak out because <laughs> I know it's in a can. I can't. Right. So I'm I'm curious to see how it pours. Um it's so this is nine percent, it's a pint, and it's got 40 IBU. I wonder if you go to the brewery, if this seems like a beer that would be really good, uh like nitro. Yeah. Like if they serve it on tap nitro, like they, 
or if they canned it nitro with the, the stuff inside, that would probably be really good too. Yeah. Well, that sounds amazing. I've been waiting on this one. Okay. What does it say? Who does it say on the side? Who's the espresso blend? Jittery Joe's. Oh, all right. So another coffee beer collaboration. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. Very exciting. Uh, all right. So I am going to be drinking something that we have discussed on this podcast before. And it is a beer flavor that we are very familiar with, that we have a lot of. IPAs? Yes. Okay. This is the one that we discovered but have never actually tried before. The one we have discovered? Remember, there's the, the Brute IPA. Uh, did you bring a Beepa? I bought a Beepa, but it's not a Brute. That's a glass. Wait. <laughs> That's my glassware. Uh, this is from Captain Lawrence Brewing in Elmsford, New York. It is their Brett IPA. Hmm. So it is a Beepa. Uh, but is it a beepa? Is is it a beepa in the sense of the beepa that we knew of? Because because there's multiple types of beepas. Well, we never actually found what they said it was a brute IPA. That was one of the beepas. I don't know because I also saw you know there's a flipa. The flipa? Yeah, a Florida IPA. Oh gosh, is the, and then there's a, a nipa. Yeah, the right. New England. I think a Brute or a Brett, they both begin with B. We can go with a Beepa. If you don't want to be technical with it. We're going to call that a Brepa. A Brepa. Okay, there we go. A Brepa. This beer is called American Funk, and it is 40, oh gosh, F-O-U-D-R-E. Foudre? F-O-U-D-R-E. Foudre. Foudre. Foudre age with... Brettanomyces, and that's where the, the Brett comes from, Brettanomyces. It's not some guy named Brett who decided he was going to start throwing in all these hops. And what is a, a Brettanomyces? Well, Brettanomyces is, let's see, um, I had it pulled up. It is I, a, I hear it. And it's I, a type of yeast that they use. Brettanomyces, I, a I wild, see a loaf of bread just being devoured by mice. Yeah, <laughs> Brettanomyces. Like TT, it's a wild yeast strain. Uh, most beers, regular ale yeast, which is called Saccharomyces, does the initial fermentation, um, and then a bunch of nerdy stuff. This says our Fudre Age Brett IPA is a funky good time. 100% Brettanomyces fermented and aged in oak for months. American funk is dry, rustic, and hoppy. A complex blend of flavors working in harmony. It is 8% ABV, and it's in a pint, and there's not too much to the can. Uh, it's in a white can, actually. It's not your typical, like, uh, silver yeah. can. Um, and it's got the little logo on it, and then American Funk has its own little triangle logo, kind of like, reminds me of Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. And then Brett IPA is kind of, like, blasting at you like you're at light speed in Star Wars. Uh, so yeah, we're going to try a Brett IPA. I don't think I've ever had a Brett IPA before. I've had Brut, but Brett is different. So, yeah, I, so, I would assume so. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say for the white stout first, what, what glassware? What, no, I'm, I'm going in my, oh. in my, uh, let me get the, uh, get the tastings. How do you think it pours? I think it's going to come out white. You think it's going to come out white? Well, not like 
milky white, like gold. Like a gold. Oh, that's completely two different colors. I'm going to go gold. Are you colorblind? No, maybe. <laughs> I think it's going to come out green. I think it's going to come out gold. With a, a, like a, a creamy, frothy head. Okay. I, I, so when I said that, I was like, I wonder if it's going to pour like white, you know, mm-hmm. like, a, like, like one of those like a, white, like a white Russian white, or, okay. you know, yeah. like, I, like a Bailey's type color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, that would be very interesting if it came out that way. Yeah. It's not going to. No. I've already looked up. Oh, you already know what, what a white stout is? looks like. Oh. Yeah. Well, we've had a white stout, so. But it was out of a can. What do you think that is? I still poured it. And, no, no you I ha- didn't. I, I've had it outside of the can before. But not on the pod. Oh, here we go. <laughs> but it was not on the pod, yes. Okay, I'll give you that much. All right, so let's, let's crack these. Yes, let's get into the drinks. Very nice. Would you like to take a guess on what color mine is? Um, <laughs> well, what, what color are Bretomyces? Bretomyces. Uh, I think you can – we we're not colorists here. We can be whatever <laughs> color they want to be. Nice pour. Aha, see, I was right. It's not white, but it's got an interesting uh, aroma to it. The Brett IPA. I guess that's the, the funky. All right. So my first question, you poured it. Does it smell like an espresso martini? Get a whiff. No. No. Okay. Interesting. This does, doesn't smell like an IPA. Does it smell like a Brett? I, I haven't smelled anyone named Brett lately. So. No, this smells like a beer. Yeah. I almost get that little bit of like smell of chocolate, but I say we go with yours first. Um, and I didn't see, did I, when I read it, did it say? The ABV? Oh, you know what? Their turtle? Yes. Apparently, its name is Spike. Spike. Because at the bottom of the story, it says, cheers. And then it's signed by Spike. Ah, okay. So the the. Terrapin Terrapin, his name is Spike. Very good. You learn something new every day here on Two Crafty Dads. All right. So what do you want to go with first? you want to go with the Brett or your espresso? Um, they're not too different in color. They're not. This is a... Sedimenty? It's not sedimenty. It's almost got like the... the it's because it's just floating in there. Yeah. It's not settling. Yeah, it's not sediment like you would normally find on the bottom of like a, a wheat beer or the beers that we've had before in the right. past. Right. Um, I want to do the, the IPA first okay. because I'm used to finishing my meals with an espresso martini. Fair enough. That makes so sense. So I will, I will wash it down with the espresso. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. That's not an, that doesn't taste like an IPA. That is like sweet. It's like, and sour. Yeah. That is not what I was expecting. 
Okay. They taste more like a sour taste. It does, yeah. I can definitely get the dryness. I definitely get the funk. Yeah. It's got a, a funky taste to it. They're definitely right. All right. That first taste wasn't exactly what I was expecting. I'm going to have to go in for another one to really see because, whew, this was interesting. I almost get like a – trying to put like my, my mouth on the – It's like applesauce. I can see that, yeah. Like is, the mouth feel is like it's thick. Yeah. And it almost feels like it's stuck on the roof of your tongue, like your mouth. Like I get it like – not like peanut butter, like how peanut butter with that flavor gets on there. Like it just feels like it's sitting there. Like I feel like I'm drinking a go-go squeeze. Yeah. Well, this is – wow. It's not bad. No, it's not. It, it's not bad. It's just as IPA drinkers, you go into something thinking it is going to taste right. not too different from an IPA. This tastes nothing like an IPA I've had before. Like it's – like when you it first hits your lips, blind taste test, I'm saying it's a sour. Yeah. <clears throat> I would go – Sour, I'd even go s- cider before I went IPA. It's not as sweet as a cider would be, but, but it, it just, I get strong notes of apple in it. Yeah. Very interesting. I think that may be the oak barrels. I don't want to say it tastes earthy or woody, but it's going to be okay. This is going to be very interesting now going to drink. An espresso martini beer after this. Yeah, I'm going to rinse my palate. Yeah, you're definitely going to need a, a palate cleanser. While you're doing that, uh, if you haven't already followed us on our social medias, the places you can go to at this very moment on all of them, search Two Crafty Dads and you will find us. Our website, twocraftydads.com, delivered by One Rail, is where you can find all of our episodes. Uh, you can get in contact with us. You can comment. You can sign up to be a guest on a future episode. And if you would like to leave us uh, comments and email... Or just give us general what's upness in email form. Two crafty dads at gmail.com is the way to read General what's upness. That's yeah. That's where my mind is on a night like this evening. General what's upness. Uh, but yeah, anywhere you listen to your podcast, if you could just click five stars right before you delete this episode, we'd really appreciate it too. That would be great. Because let's face it, you don't save a podcast episode after you listen to it. We all know that when you finish it, you just go on there, your little app, and boop, delete. I don't download. You don't? You, I, I stream. You stream? Yeah, typically. Okay. I mean, I have downloaded before, like, if I knew I was going to be in an area where I wasn't going to get service. So do you don't, like, download onto your your player and then listen to it later? You just, when you're ready for it, just... No, because I'm, I'm right listening to it in, in the truck. Okay. Uh, to and from work, so... I just stream it and it picks up right where I left off. And- uh, so yeah, I well, I download it from the like the app, and then it does the same thing too. But uh, I don't have to sit there and find it; it just automatically populates when it's ready. It like auto searches every hour. Well, I just go in there and it picks up right where I left off. It's the same thing. Yeah, but I don't have to download it. Ooh. <laughs> well then, I'm just saying. Pin a rose on your nose. <clears throat> All right, let's get into this espresso. Martini Imperial White Stout. Yeah, that's set. I mean, it is definitely sediment. 
And you're it. It's like it's floating. Yes. It's not sinking to the bottom of the glass. Like this, it's just kind of existing within I the beer. I expect a thick beer again. I do too. Like this is even for like a white stout. This is gonna be very heavy. It smells like chocolate. So I don't get the coffee smell. I know mine's a little bit lower in the glass. Yeah, you gotta really <laughs> yeah. dig your nose. You'll you'll end up with some beard hair in there. Cheers. Cheers. Got a little bit of coffee taste to it. Not much. The espresso is so heavy and like powerful. Yeah. I don't really get the espresso. But maybe I still have the Brett on my tongue. <laughs> uh, two very contrasting tastes tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's good. Like, it's very, like... It's smooth. Very smooth. It's not thick. Like, I would have expected something thicker. Yeah, and I could see... Drinking it out of a martini glass, mm-hmm. like with the mouthfeel of it. It's smooth and it's light. Like it's not there. It's not heavy. Like you said, espresso martini. You think after dinner drinks, right? Aperitif, get you through the rest of the evening. Enjoy it. I could see drinking one of these after, but it's not like as heavy or strong. Maybe I mean it's nine percent. It's definitely a strong beer, yeah. but it's good. Not what I expected it to taste like. Two out in left field beers tonight. Yeah, and so this was brewed uh, February through April of 2023. Okay. Um, I don't remember when I got it. It was whenever the last time I was at Total Wine was. Uh, this uh, Brett IPA was canned on March 15th, 2023. Now, there's a whole bunch of... On a website all about beer, it tells you all about the bread IPA, but there's so much into it. It doesn't tell you anything about it tasting different. So this was brewed with Jittery Joe's Espresso Blend. Would we consider that a collaboration? I would, yeah. <clears throat> 100%. What's the... Okay. What, what's the beer that we had that was... With was mint? It, no, it was a collaboration beer from a restaurant we had never heard of. Was it with the Modern? Modern and um, Home State, right? Yes. I drove by Modern yesterday. Did you? In winter, uh, wherever it was, downtown Orlando. And was, I went to Home State yesterday. Oh, how about that? <laughs> yes, we were driving. We went to Beefy King for lunch. Okay. And we were driving back on fifty, and we stopped. And I'm looking at that. I'm like, why does that place sound so familiar? And then it clicked. Modern. That's the place. I would never expect. A brewery to team up with what this place looked like it on the outside. Fa- it looked fancy, right? Not on the outside. Oh, the inside when we looked inside at it. looked yeah. fancy. Yes, the outside did not look fancy at all. It looked like a. It was almost like right in like Koreatown, like little China area yeah. over there on Fifty. So Koreatown, a little China area. Well, I don't know what you call it. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of different things. You know the area I'm talking about. No, I don't. Really? I don't go on on, that one. Oh, okay. You're never down. Okay. Um, so I said I was at Home State. Yes. Um, and I went there for a collab beer mm-hmm. because I, I don't know if you saw the Crooked Can post about the mega collab. Mm-mm. So 
Crooked Can teamed up with a bunch of breweries around Central Florida uh, or, or Orlando. It's called the Orlando Mega Collab. It's called Common Ground. Okay. Um, and it is, it was a, I think it's a lager. Um, it's brewed with locally sourced honey, right? And so you could go to any of these breweries and you could purchase this beer. Like they, they canned it and everything like I was that. Say, is it canned or on tap? Uh, I think it's on tap at Crooked Can. Okay. At Home State, it was canned. So like gotcha. I, I ordered one last night, um, and they they opened the can and, and poured it in there. Uh, but the collaboration is with Crooked Can, Broken Strings, okay. who we've had on the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Sun Creek Brewery, who we've had on the podcast. Yep, Rock Pit Brewing, we have not had on the podcast. We have not. I've been You've there. You've been there. I've never been there. I've been by it many times. Uh, Dead Words Beer. They are one of the... That's the one we talked about. Uh, that was in the bankruptcy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ivanhoe Park. Mm-hmm. I think we had one recently, didn't we, from Ivanhoe? Uh, I, t- I had it at the Solar Bears game. They make the Solar Bear. Okay, bottle. that's what it was. Yeah. You posted about it. Um, then we have Gatlin Hall, and I've been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Home State Tactical, which is the been podcast. We've been there, yep. Hourglass. Have you been there before? Uh, years ago, we, we went there. But we've had Hourglass on the podcast. Have we? AJ bought. I think that was the, the glizzy beer. The peanut butter and jelly um, was an Hourglass beer. Yes, the banana glizzy. Yes. Hourglass Brewing. Okay. Then we've also got Windermere Brewing. Holy moly. We've been there. Yep. Sideward Brewing. I've, I've been there. Sideward. You've been there. Yeah. I've never I've had beer from there before. Um Tyler, I think. I think we had one. Yeah, the, that the, the cold, cold IPA, IPA was yeah. from there that we had on the podcast. Uh Toll Road Brewing. I've been there in Okoe. I have not been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I said at the beginning, Crooked Can. So that is crazy. Yeah. I've never heard of such so a thing. So there is they've got a reel on Instagram uh and I have it's it keeps playing because I pulled it up so I could see all the breweries, mm-hmm. um, but I think they're all seeing like they the brewers hop on there and say who they are, what brewery they're with. So um, I considered getting it. It was it wasn't good enough for me to buy a six pack. Okay, um, I I enjoyed it. Oh. I I had one and then I went and I had a and something a, else a sandhill afterwards. So it was I mean it was a twelve ounce beer. It was. So did they did they fit all the brewery's name onto the, like the can? No, it, it, I think it just said Crooked Can. On so it's it. Crooked Can's beer. They just teamed up with. Probably yeah, they I got all the head brewers to at come. Crooked Can. It was probably canned at Crooked Can. Yeah. And yeah, they all. Th- this shows them all together. And Interesting. That's a cool concept, though, where you get like the minds of the Orlando brew scene together to come right. up with one beer. Shame that it's not like like you said. It, it's not probably the best beer, but and it it was good. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, what kind of beer was it? We didn't say that. I'm pretty sure it was a lager. I know you said Common Ground. Yeah. Let me see. I mean, the can's kind of cool. Um, but no, it doesn't say what type it is. Mm, okay. It tasted like a lager to me. Then we're going to stick with a lager until we're told otherwise. 
And every time I have a sip of this, it still is just like, whoa. Um, and then also, I, I saw a video from Crooked Can about their new location that they're opening up in yes. Mineola. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it's just woods right now. Yeah, there's nothing there yeah, right so now. Yeah, it's, so it's the the owner, the founder, or whatever, Cookie Can out there. He's like, he's British, I think, or he, no, not British, but he's European. He, he's European. He's yeah, got I don't an remember what, yeah. His, what his accent was. <laughs> he may have been Irish, I don't know. Um, One of those countries over there. I just remember he had an accent. Um, but they're saying 2025. Is when they expect to open. I think that's a very bold statement based off of the current uh, location of where they are. Yeah. But they're supposed to make it like another plant street. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. And they said that they are not going to close down the Winter Garden location. I mean, not I, plant street. I like, can't imagine. That, that is, that's where they started. They're staying there. Um, no hopes for Ohio yet, but we're not talking about Ohio. But Yeah. It's such a, that's a very interesting location to me because Mineola is literally off the beaten path like there's not much in Mineola yeah but um, as big as they're talking about making it you know it could be a very popular thing in that area yeah I don't see myself personally driving out to Mineola to go to Crooked Can I barely even drive out to Crooked Can now as it is well we were looking at and that location will be just as far as Winter Garden Press no it would yes no. Yes. That's impossible. It was like a 20 to 25 minute drive. That was it. Because you got to go. And there's all... probably better parking there. There probably would be <laughs> a lot better parking, yeah. Because you got Cause... to think about the drive up to Plant Street and then the added time to find a parking spot. <laughs> that is true, unless you get very lucky. Because I, when I think Mineola, I think when you hit 27, you go north past Claremont. And then you still got like halfway to go, almost like where the, the winery is, like Lake Ridge. I've never been there. That's a cool winery. Like the wine isn't great. It's very yeah. like sweet if you like sweet wine and stuff like that because it's Florida. But it is like a cool little area up there. I think they actually make their own like cider and maybe beer. I don't yeah. know. But they do a lot of festivals up there, which are really cool. Um. But yeah, that, that'll be big for Mineola, just in the fact that it'll get a really cool place like that. Yeah. Uh, Donut King is the only other really reason I've gone to Mineola before to get donuts. Really? Oh, yeah. They're really good donuts. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a That's big a donut connoisseur. Oh, speaking of donuts, I did go to a place called Smoking Donuts, um, which is Milk District. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went there this past Joe's Smoking Donuts? Oh, I know the, the owner has worked with us at the radio station. Before. Okay. So I got a donut, mm-hmm. and it had burnt ends on it. So it, that's a meal for you. Yes, and on okay, I, what, I actually what, I took a picture. I mean, I got an actual meal, and then I got that on top of it. Was there anything else on the donut? Yeah, it was a carrot. Because that'd be very weird if it was just a cake donut with burnt ends on it. It was a maple bourbon donut. That yes, now we're talking. Yeah, and so. Their to-go box actually says, you know, in its donut size. Could be a meal, could be dessert, could be both. Yep. <laughs> so I was like, they're speaking my language right there. That is awesome. It's got meat, so it is both. Um, also down in the Milk District, I don't know, if, did I talk about 12 Towns before? 
we talked about it briefly on the last episode or two episodes ago that you were there. Yeah, and they... That's the new brewery here in Arlington. Yeah, they've got... Um, well, this place is right near Total Wine on 50. I know where this is. It's right by a la carte. That's where we, yeah. we went there, and we went to a la carte afterwards. Um, the weekend before I had gone to 12 Talons again. Um, it, they're brand new. Um, they've got great stouts there. Oh, okay. Like... Home, that's what home state's missing. Home state doesn't have stouts. No, they don't. And I, I'm starting to like stouts are it's dark beer. I'm telling you, that's like where I, it's at. I, they're, they're, stouts have the ability to have as much flavor and creativity as sours. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like IPAs yes. can only go so far with what they can do. Right. And so we we've gotten the. The sour route to get the wild and crazy stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but, all the flavors and tastes like when you were a kid and stuff like that. Yeah, the, the first beer I got there was an espresso stout. Ooh, those are good. Yeah. Um, it, not a white stout. Not a white stout, <laughs> it was yes. an imperial. It was another imperial. I think Cigar City makes a <clears> – they <throat> their Maduro, yeah. their standard brown ale, if you go there – Sometimes they have flavors infused with it. And sometimes you can buy, um, I think it's the Cubano, the espresso style. Yeah. Uh, that is delicious. And then I've gone to the brewery over there when they've had their Maduro infused with vanilla. And that was really good. When I was at 12 Towns, I was talking to the owners there mm-hmm. about you know where they came up with their name. And I was taking notes and everything. And my notes, I'm not... My notes were not good when I was trying to take it. And so I went on their website and looked at it about, and I was like, oh, that, that's what they told me right there. They basically read verbatim so, off of their website. The name 12 Talons is a reference to the mythical crow depicted in many Eastern Asian mythologies. We take our version from the Japanese tale of the three-legged crow known as Yatagarasua. Yatagarasu. Oh. Who lives in the sun. Um, Say that five times fast. But the one, one of the reasons, and it, I don't think it says it here, uh, they talk about the three-legged crow is because it represents that they are a brewery, mm-hmm. a cidery, and a meadery. Oh. So those are their legs of their business. Okay. That's one thing I've never tried, mead. I don't think I have either. Not to say I wouldn't try it. It's just not one of those things where... I'm like, oh, I'm going to get me some mead tonight. I feel like I'm right. going to be in a, a Viking mood or like something like that. You need a, a big old a stein. And a, a, a horn. Like the, the horn. And, and meat on a stick or yes, something like that. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> meat on a bone, meat on a stick. I don't know. Hey, any kind of meat. And we'd be good. And I'd be drinking some meat. Have uh, you ever been to medieval, medieval times? Yeah, we, I was just there. I got the thirty ounce beer glass. I mean, they have mead, don't they? Um, they serve beer out of a horn. Mm. Uh, I don't know if they have mead though. I do know, and I made this joke while we were there. You can buy a whole bottle of wine, and they only serve uh, Woodbridge wine there. Do you know why? This is my joke. Because they did not have stone bridges back then. Because it's medieval times, they only had wooden bridges. So I went too far off. But at the same time, it's like you're paying twenty five dollars for a bottle of wine that yeah. you can go to Publix and get for seven dollars. <laughs> it's, it's not the best wine, but hey, 
but I, mean, I, I, mean, I get a 30 ounce that's, beer. That's any place. You, you go to a, a game, yeah. a, a sports game, and you pay $8 for a Bud Light. If you're lucky, $8. Yeah. If you're lucky, yes. So medieval times, I actually tried to get a job there. When I was younger. Oh, as a, as a knight? Yes. Uh, you, I could see you doing that. Yeah, and I, I had long hair, and like I had a very knightly look. <laughs> but and What then, knight would Shannon be? The red knight? I, I've never been. So You've never been? I've never been, so I, I don't know. Do you like eating food without utensils? I like, to me, like I hear that, and I think I'm getting a plate of meat. That's what you think. So, okay, quick medieval times review, I guess. We'll go down this rabbit hole. If you've never been, I'll give you the lay of the land. It's not really a spoiler here because it's medieval times. It doesn't spoil anything. You get tomato soup to start. The tomato soup is really good, actually. But you don't get utensils, so you have to do drink, it. drink it out of the bowl. But it is really good. Then you get uh, a chicken, a piece of chicken. You get... Uh, garlic bread, and what's the other thing they give you? Corn on the cob. It's not great food, but for what you are getting at a place that serves mass food like that, Mm -hmm. it's not bad. I've had worse meals than I've had at medieval times before. Yeah. But it is funny to watch people eat without uh, utensils and everything, especially like uh, the chicken when you have to rip it apart and start chewing after the bone and stuff like that. Yeah, I just yeah, go uh, all in and I'll just. Oh, you, you like, got to. You got to. Yeah. I mean, I my problem is the beard. Like, I I can only imagine what what I would trap in this beard. <laughs> there would be a lot of. Uh, you'd have probably a section of your beard that would be claimed to one food <laughs> yeah. group in particular. Uh, then you get like a weird like. Dessert. No bib for me, yeah, sir. I've got all. it on my face. Uh, the movie The Cable Guy had a very popular scene when they were at medieval times. Yeah. And they make the joke. But, yeah, I don't remember them having mead, though. So I grew up, uh, we had the Renaissance Festival. We had a very big one in South Florida. I never went, but there was always a big one. There was one right by my house. Um, And I went a couple of times to that. But, I mean, all I I remember from it is there was this ladder game where you had to try and climb up the ladder and it would flip you. It's that thing you see at, like, the amusement parks where... It's like the shaky ladder. It's like a rope, rope. a rope ladder. Rope ladder, yeah. yeah. I've seen those at Lamb. It's the only thing I remember from it. We, there used to be one in South Florida, and then there was one in Gainesville that was very popular. People would dress up to and go to. And they did mead and everything there. Uh, Tavor, Tavour, however you say it, they have a lot of mead that they sell on there, too. Yeah. We're going to have to bring mead onto the podcast eventually. So I have, for the first time, looked at Tavor. Okay. And I've I've added some stuff on there. They have oh. a lot of stouts. They will go through phases of beers, like yeah. styles of beers from various parts. You'll see like IPAs, and then you'll see a bunch of them come through. Yeah, what I've noticed. So you've created your crate. Yeah. Okay. What I've noticed is that there are a, a lot of the IPAs have mango in it. Ah. Uh, and so like everyone, like, oh, that looks good. That's, that's a very popular like. Right. Fruit to flavor and with, IPA. With Aaron, but with Erin being yeah. allergic, like, I want to find something that I can get for her as yeah. well. So, yeah, I've got like eight or nine beers in there right now. And when I did it, I didn't know what I was do- doing the first time. And so like, I was like, oh, get it, right? And mm-hmm. I was like, 
and I'll pay for it when it comes. No. Nope. No. Nope. Every time you click on it, yep. you get charged for it. And then when, I will say, be careful to pay attention when your crate ship date closes. Yeah. Because it'll come up, and if you don't move it back, it'll just automatically ship. Oh, you it. can move it back, too? You can move it back, yeah. Okay. So if you, like, when I ordered it, I would always try to do at least, like, 10 beers to make it worth the shipping yeah, price. Yeah, that, that's what I'm doing yeah. as well. And if you don't have that and your date's coming up, you can just move it back and be okay. like, all right, and they'll just keep them stored for you until you're ready to go. Because I almost had that happen to me once, which then it turned out nice because I'd already paid for the shipping. So everything after that was like, oh, right. add this, add this, add this. I'm hoping out hope that they will somehow come and find my missing beer states. Well, I check I, every I, couple days. I've been looking. I was like, <laughs> is there a Mississippi? Cause you he, check. AJ actually checked because he messaged me. He's like, is this a state that you're missing? If there's, I am only looking for Mississippi. <laughs> like, I was like, if there is a Mississippi, I will buy it unless it's a $30 beer. Yes. Yeah, because you can definitely get. I will tell you this. If it is there, I may just spend the $30 <laughs> to get it over with. Bite the bullet on that one. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to find a beer fact. Yes. And it's back in your uh, possession now after it, the last episode. This is a semi a beer fact, but it's more of a, a history lesson. Oh, okay. Hey, history is facts because they actually happened. Yes. Um, so I feel like, do you need a, like a pipe, smoke a pipe with this? No. We're going back in history. This comes to us from the National Museum of American History. Right, so right. it's AmericanHistory.si.edu. Oh, so it's Smithsonian, so you know it's legit. And this is titled "Jimmy Carter, American Homebrew Hero." Mm. So it says, "The next time you raise a glass of craft beer, make sure you toast former President Jimmy Carter." So the reason I think this is good, mm-hmm. there's multiple reasons, but one of the reasons <laughs> we're coming up, it is February when this is releases. Yes. And what holiday comes in February? President's Day. Valentine's Day and President's Ooh. Day. Yep. But yes, I, I was talking <laughs> about President's Day. I was just a reminder oh. for all the guys out there, Valentine's Day is coming up. Yes. Um, We've got two weeks right. from this episode. So the next time you raise a glass, oh, and Publix will tell you, if you walk into Publix, there will be balloons everywhere. If they haven't already told you about buy one, get one free roses, that's the other thing they're right. pushing down your throat lately. Next time you raise a glass of craft beer, make sure you toast former President Jimmy Carter. No, really. You should be offering your sons up to the man who was reported by the media during the 1976 election to be a non-drinker. As crazy as it may seem now, homebrewing used to be illegal, and Jimmy Carter actually played a part in changing that. Contributing to the craft beer revolution. But that's just one unexpected facet in the story of how our current beer industry came to be. All right, so then it goes into talking about prohibition and everything. I was going to say, does it have anything to do with prohibition? Yes. And so I'm going to skip a lot of the article and I'm going to go to this, you know, towards the end uh, to the, the important part and why I bring this up today as well. Uh, where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Okay. Could you imagine if prohibition side note existed today? That's crazy. I don't. <laughs> all right. So th- th- this talks about prohibition and all of these rules and everything, and then it comes to this part towards the end of the story where it says, "This is where Jimmy Carter's role in the story came into play." In 1976, a group of homebrewers in California 
where homebrewing had become popular, lobbied Senator Alan Cranston for federal legalization. After two years of failed attempts, Cranston was finally able to incorporate the legislation into a transportation bill to avoid scrutiny. That's crazy thing. <laughs> about, about like like hey, everything else in America yeah, like, that passes. Hey, healthcare, <laughs> we will pass this for healthcare if if you let these people brew we, beer in their house. If we can pave this road. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Um Let's see. In 1978, President Jimmy Carter signed H.R. 1337, legalizing homebrewing at the federal level and giving Carter the unlikely distinction of homebrewing hero. The law took effect on February 1st, Ah. 1979, just as Papazian was launching his homebrewing magazine, Zamergi. It's a weird name. Sure. Zamarki. And the American Homebrewers Association. Today, homebrewing is over 95% of craft. Oh, today, I thought that sounded weird. Today is homebrew. <laughs> today, homebrewing is how over 95% of craft brewers learn their trade. One of my friends started uh, homebrewing and then eventually opened his own brewery down in Boca. Yeah. Yeah. He actually purchased the. Original Funky Buddha location in Boca Raton, and that's where his brewery was until COVID happened, and then he ended up having to close it down. So, 45 years ago, today... The day this podcast is released. Yes, the day you are hopefully listening to it, the day we are providing you with this information. Yes. February 1st, 2024, 45 years ago, Jimmy Carter said, hey... Let them make beer. Let them make beer. Cheers. Thank you, Jimmy Carter. We Thank appreciate you. Jimmy you. Carter. What would we do without you? Probably be... So do you think that may have caused a, let's say, spike in the amount of people who would do, do something like that? Like, like a terrapin spike? Like a terrapin spike, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you see some of those things that's like, oh, now that it's legal, people can do it. Like, they're going to go out there and all these places are going to start... Making home beer, which will eventually turn into breweries. Because, let's face it, 79, you said? 79. Let's give them 10 years. 89, it's not really like a craft beer revolution, if you would. Like, craft beer, I feel like, didn't really come around until early, like late 2000, early 2000s, whatever you call it, the aughts or... Um... Are we I'm sure not talking about, like, or stuff like that. No, like, but like I'm wondering if craft. I mean, yeah, I guess like I feel like in the 2000s is when, like, when did when did the IPA come about? I because I, I feel like it's a great the, question. The IPA to me is the craft beer, right? Like, yes. and to me, that's like okay. I made an IPA. I'm a craft brewer now, mm-hmm. right? Like that, that's, that's like a staple at a brewery. Yes. Like when you go to a brewery, you know you're going to have an IPA. You're going to have hopefully a stout, but you know oh, right. some places don't. A lager, a Hefeweizen, like right. standard core craft beers. IPA is always wanted, no matter where you go. Yes. Uh, the apparent uh, first IPA 
It says it's complicated. <laughs> of course, like anything else. It was February 28th, 1979. The person credited as inventing the IPA. Jimmy Carter. George Hod- Hodgkinson? Hodgson. We're going to go with Hodgson. H-O-D-G-S-O-N. I, I George Hodgson. I don't know. I, didn't, I couldn't tell the difference between yeah. any of those pronunciations. Hodgson. Hodgson. He began to brew beer in East London in 1752. 1752, the IPA. That's what it says, yeah. But the, uh, it goes on to say that the original 1752 IPA was brewed by some other guy named Rupp. <laughs> so, yes, I guess the original started back in 1752, maybe the original concept of it. So there you go. Almost 300 years in the making. But yeah, like I always, I remember the first time, I think we talked about this, having an IPA and absolutely hating it. Like, Oh, yeah. It is not a first craft beer you should be trying. Did you ever brew beer? I have not. Have, have we ever talked about that on I don't here? think we have. Okay, because I've made, I've made beer before. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I brewed beer, but I made beer. Did you get one of those like home brewing kits where they, it, it everything was, comes in the box for yeah, you? Yeah, it came from like Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and it had like the plastic. And Was it the plastic barrel one? Yes, <laughs> yes. So have, some guy bought one of those to our parties in college one time. Yeah, um, and so the beer I made it was it was high octane but awful. Yeah, but I so I, think I bottled it. I made a label for it. Oh, yeah. What was it called? Uh, it was called Web Beer. Web Beer. Yeah, Web Beer. Nice. Um, and so I on the label my it said Weber, mm-hmm. right? But then the second B. I had also turned. I, I shaded in the. I shaded in to make it look like an E, mm-hmm. right? So it said W E B B E R, but it also said W E B E E R. Depending on which way you look right? at it. And and then I also, um, in between the W E and the B B R or the B E E R, mm-hmm. I wrote brew to where it also said we brew beer. Uh-huh. <laughs> fancy. It's a little yeah. play on your your last name. Yeah, and I like so it. I put I put it in Coke bottles. <laughs> Well, that's what it gave oh. you. It gave you. Oh, like did a, it? A, well, it gave you like a bottle cap for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like you could actually just press it on there. Yeah. Ah. Um, and I, I remember it was. They, they're like, all right. So the alcohol content is based on the amount of sugar that's in it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I gotta put this much sugar. Okay, and I poured more and more <laughs> and more. Take that number and double it. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, man, this is What not, kind of beer was it? I don't remember. Okay. It it, it didn't taste good, but like it was, man it was an unknown it, it, style of beer. <laughs> it was at an age where I was yeah, I had my own apartment and it didn't matter what it tasted like. Okay. Yeah. I was drinking bush beer back then. Ugh. So that was your go to beer when you were younger? Was Bush? bush? Uh, well, it was Bush Light was our, our beer pong beer. Okay. Because you could buy a 30-pack really cheap. Yeah. Depending on the party we were having, it was either Natty Light, depending on who picked up like the keg or stuff, or what we bought, or Bud Light Yeah, was what we were yeah. having. Oh, gosh. Because the younger days, yeah. you're first getting into drinks like that. But again, my first drink of choice was a Smirnoff Ice, the, the green... Uh, so the green apple because it tasted like Jolly Ranchers. I want, I wanted to at some point 
bring our first beers on. Do you remember your first beer? The one I ever drank? Yeah. A Budweiser. Bud Heavy. It was Bud Heavy? Well, okay. not... Okay. Well, here's... First beer I tried that my dad gave me was Bud Heavy. Okay. First beer I, I ever purchased legally was Bud Light. Okay. So mine was Bud Ice. But I don't think Bud Ice is in existence anymore. I don't think it is. No. Like, if we could find a Bud Ice, we have to drink it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I can't even imagine what that tastes oh. like. I don't even. I don't know if I've ever actually drank Bud Ice. I know I've had Bud Heavy was my first. When we were in Canada one time, they used to have this beer called Bordeaux. I think it was more like a malt liquor. And when we were in Canada, my dad was drinking that. And I remember drinking that because I had assumed at the time it was Bordeaux. I was associating it with Martin Brodor, the goalie from the Devils. I'm like, he has his own beer? That's so cool. But no, it's not the same thing. Yeah. All right, so we so all right, so Jimmy Carter, thank you. I'm going to say all these uh, breweries today are thanks to him because why not? This is why we celebrate President's Day. It's true. It's little things like this that they bring. Some in. presidents did good things. Yes, some did. We're not going to get political here. Some didn't. Did he? He didn't end prohibition though. Who ended prohibition? I don't know. Let's see. Franklin Roosevelt, 1933. He authorized the sale of 3.2% beer. So here's a uh, thing. So Tyler, friend of the show, lives in Tennessee. He says you cannot buy beer over a certain percentage in grocery stores. Like, I think it's 5%. So really, half the craft beers that you sell. You can't go to a liquor store? You have to go to a liquor store to buy. And they don't serve... Like in a grocery store, like at Publix, you can't buy wine and stuff on Sundays. I've seen that where you can't. That's where? In Tennessee. It's a Tennessee law that you can't buy. Like it's shut down on Sundays. They chain them up. They don't at like his store, like at the Publix's. I think they just have signs. It's like, yeah, because I've been either. It might be North Carolina. Um, where on Sundays, North Carolina, Sunday. I know here, if you go down to the 192 area in Kissimmee, there's a Publix on one side of 192 and a Target on one side. They're in different counties. In Osceola County, you can't buy alcohol on Sunday until 10 a.m.? That, that's what it, so I just looked it up. That's what it is in North Carolina. On Sunday, you can't buy alcohol until 10 a.m., the so-called brunch bill of 2017 made it legal for restaurants to sell alcohol to customers on Sundays starting at 10 a.m. Until that law was passed, North Carolina didn't permit any Sunday alcohol sales before noon. Orange County used to do that. It was 9 a.m. When I was in college, because I remember working at Publix, and we had a homeless guy who would walk in the store at 8.55, go to the beer aisle, pick out his four-pack of steel reserve, mm-hmm. and by the time he made it back to the front, it was 9 a.m. And he knew exactly every single day. Yeah, I've seen stores that they chain it up. I believe it. Yeah. On Sundays. Mm-hmm. Or on whatever their rules are. Yes. That's why you don't want to live in a place like that. Right. Here in Florida, we can kind of do whatever we want and please. I like it In like Maryland, mm-hmm. we cannot buy beer at the grocery store. We had to go to a liquor store. That happened when we were in Canada. You had to go to like... Uh, like a, a, a package store almost. Yeah. 
And you walked in and everything, there was like one bottle on the wall and you would say what number you would want and they would push it out on a conveyor belt. Huh. So it's like, oh, I'd get a case of number 12. And they'd call it in the back and boom, that case would come out on a conveyor belt. Huh. Again, this was 20-something years ago. So Yeah, and I'm talking back that long ago too. When I like, was, no, when not I was to say I was drinking at 14, but I remember going to one of these stores with my parents when I was 14. Well, when I was... You know, in Maryland and in my 20s, and we would have to go to the liquor store to buy beer. Hmm. Interesting. It's funny how all that stuff, like how each state has their own yeah. law and how you can vary. Like you can't buy a 40 in the state of Florida. Right. But you can go over the border to Georgia and buy whatever you want. Right. So at dinner tonight, mm-hmm. Ryan was talking about like... Or he said earlier this week about how he needs to catch up on some episodes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, I think you got a lot to catch up on. He's like, no, I'm on like 20-something. I was like, no, dude, you've got a lot. He's like, we're in the 40s. He's like, no, you haven't, you couldn't have put out 20 in a year. I was like, no, we put out 20 last mm-hmm. year. Think like, about it. Tw- more weeks. than 20 last year. Um and so he, he was telling me, he's like, well, it's kind of hard for me to listen to it because you guys talk about beer and I'm 13. And, <laughs> and it's true. Like, like when we started this, we, we talked more dad stuff. Yeah. Right. And I, I would like to talk more dad stuff as well. But we, you know, we, we talk what we know. We know dad stuff too. We know, yeah. But, <laughs> we know beer and dad um, stuff. But he's like, yeah, you probably haven't mentioned me in a while either. Oh, he's got an ego trip coming Yeah, up. so, you know, he only listens to hear his name, apparently. Fair enough. I can understand that. Um, so, here's... Oh, oh speaking of, of the, devil. the devil. You hear his ankle he, clicking. He, he heard he's his trying, name. He's trying to come down and be part of it. Yeah, he um, heard his name and he did, goes, that was I, a perfect time to walk downstairs with no shirt on. Did I, ha- did I tell you that I had to teach him how to shave you did, yes. a few weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Did I say it on the podcast? Uh, no, I don't think you did. Okay. Yeah, so that it was interesting, me, who hasn't shaved my say, face. Do you remember having to shave? Hey, hey, shh, 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 you're not part of this. <laughs> Good morning, Wildcats. I'm Rylan. Today is... <laughs> February first is Thursday, January twenty fifth. No, it's not. Welcome to not February first. Oh, this is why you're not part of this. Yeah. Um. Good and night, that, Los Angeles. And that's been Rylan. Peace. <laughs> See that now? Now he got a, He heard his name, and he was like, "I'm taking yeah. advantage of this while I can." Yeah. So I had to teach him how to shave a couple weeks ago. Oh boy. And I was like, okay, how do you shave your upper lip? You sh- <laughs> I, was gonna, I was like, I was like trying to Did remember. Did you do a razor and go, you like look at it like, how, how no, do you do like, this? Is it like. I, I, but it was like trying to teach him to get like around the lips. Kind of like. Oh, like break your tongue, br- br- like your lip in? Br- yeah. And I was like trying to remember how to do that. <laughs> I mean, it's been so long mm. since I've shaved my face. I was going to say, you probably just, do you, when you shave, do you use scissors or like clippers? Or you just go to the, the hair place? No, yeah. Uh, my Notto bar, does it, right? Notto trims my beard. Um, I'll use a, a razor underneath and then up top. But 
Yeah. Yeah, full shave. I haven't done a full shave in a while either. I did it one time two, three years ago maybe. Maybe even longer than that. And as soon as I did it, Christy and Connor were like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't do it. I'm at 18 or 19 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I trim it all the time, but it, yeah. I don't, too bushy. But however, in a couple months, it will be hockey playoff season and the playoff period will. I, what I'll do is when it comes po- a moment where I know they'll make it, I'll, I'll shave it and then I just let it grow. Mm. A couple of years ago, I didn't do it. I did it last year, but it wasn't as, I didn't let it grow as long as the year before. Because I thought the year before they were going to go further than they did last year. So, yeah. <laughs> First time I grew my beard out was for the Pirates. Oh, yeah? It was the start of the season, and I said, all right, I am going to keep growing my beard until they guarantee a 500 season. Because at that point, they had had 25 like straight seasons of a losing record. <laughs> and I was like, so I'm going to just grow it. It was my Pirate Rally beard. Right, and so once they hit a f- guarantee five hundred mm-hmm. to where it's not a losing season anymore, I'll get rid of it. That season they did it. Oh, okay, yeah, nice. It's like um, hungry, hungry Homer from The Simpsons. <laughs> he rallies around the isotope. Yeah, only he doesn't eat. All right, so back to the beer. Initial thoughts: You're finished. I'm finished. What do you think of your espresso martini imperial white stout? Um. I enjoyed it, but I, I mean, I probably wouldn't get it again. Like it, I it caught my eye because it's an espresso martini. Mm-hmm. Um, I would drink it again. I wouldn't search it out though. Yeah, it would not be something you actively yeah look for. Um, it w- it was not what I expected it to be. Okay, scale of one to five, what would you rate it? See, I don't like scales of one to five. Okay, one to ten. Um, I would go six. Six? Okay. Which is, I, I probably could have said three. So <laughs> yes, let's cut that in half. Basic <laughs> but, math. No, but what I'm saying is like. <laughs> but, but okay, but a three out of five seems better than a six out of ten. To me. Yeah. Whereas I guess I could, if I were to say a seven out of ten, I mm-hmm. guess I could, I'd give it a three and a half. But normally when you have like a five-star rating that Mm -hmm. you – so this is Goodreads, right? Yeah. So (laughs) I'm going back to this because I have to rate books on there. And it's like I don't like only having one through five because it's like it's not a four because I wouldn't call it an eight out of ten. Yeah. If I called it a seven, but I can't choose three and a half. It's true. Yeah. Right? So on a scale of one to a hundred. Yeah. A 47 now. You would give this a 60. All right, so 6 out of 10. Okay. I The Brett IPA was not what I expected. I don't think either of us expected no. what we received on that. Given the, the plethora of IPAs that we drank and have enjoyed in general, I'm going to go and say this is towards the bottom of that spectrum. Um, it's not a bad beer, no. But it is not what you expect when you take an I- when you're drinking an IPA. So to be fair, mm-hmm. right? Um, it is a different type of IPA. I would yes. give I would give it that. So like, I I don't feel like we can really 
compare it to the other IPAs. No, because it is not the same beer. Right. Like, it's a it's a different style of IPA. Um, so you're saying you're putting it at the bottom. The bottom for me of IPAs mm-hmm. is the Citra Ass Down. And okay. I've said that. Like that's yeah. been and it could have been a bad one that I, I received. I I'm, get it. I'm, I'm talking more along the lines of like style of IPA. Okay. Um, I've probably drank some IPAs that are worse than this. Yes. Beer wise, but style wise, I'm not probably going to actively go out and search, find another a bread IPA, BIPA, however we want to classify it today. Again, not saying it was bad, but not saying it was great. I'm going to go right middle of the road and just give it a 5 out of 10. Okay. Given the choice between the two, I would order the espresso martini before I would order the bread IPA again. That that was going to be my question. Like, which one would you choose out of these two? Um, part of me wants to have that again just to, if I know going into it mm-hmm. what it is, what would my thoughts be? Like going and finding another one at like a different brewery and seeing if tastes are similar? Maybe. Like, but is... Are, do other breweries have Brett IPAs? I'm sure they are. they do. Yeah, there like, is multiple. Is, is Brett IPA a thing? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The top ten Brett beers in North America. Probably none I've ever heard of. Uh, Thrice Rice, which is Green Bench Brewing in Jacksonville. I've heard of that. Green Bench. Yep. I've act- uh, no, that's not the one I've been to. This one did not make the list, but yeah. Um, what are any breweries that we've heard of? <laughs> Crooked Stave. Didn't we have Crooked Stave on the podcast? No. I just found this, uh, this article. It's from redrockbrewing.com, but it says Crafty Beer Girls. And then the, the title of it is, Who is this Brett and what does he want with my beer? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's not going to be hot. I, I will try another Brett beer. If it's out there, just to kind of give it a second chance. But are they all IPAs? Because bread is the hop. It's the yeast. The yeast. Okay. Yeah. But again, it, it it's not something I've seen out at a yeah, brewery so, before. Like I see there's this one. It's from Epic Brewing. It's called the Elder Brett. It's a Saison Brett Golden Ale. Oh, here's another IPA, Hop Savant. Oh, Crooked Stave. That's the one you saw. Mm-hmm. Another one that keeps popping up is from Allagash, which we've had before. Yeah. And Stone Brewing. Yeah, I see the, stone, the Enjoy After. Uh, yeah. Again, we don't ever want to discourage someone. There's a Porter. A Porter? A Porter. A Brett Porter? Uh, yeah, it's from... Winta? U-I-N-T-A Brewing Company? Oh, Unita. U-N-I-T-A? No, U-I-N-T-A. Yeah, Unita or Unta. It's from Utah. Maybe. I, I'm going with Winta. Winta. Maybe. I could be... <laughs> that, yeah, that. Brett Sea Legs, Baltic Porter. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Winta or something like, yeah. I think it's from Utah because I've had that brewery before. But as we've always said on this podcast, that is the 
the reason why we do this to go out and find unique flavors and types of beers that we've fine never tried we, before. Yeah, fine beers we like, fine beers we don't like. Yes. And tell you all about it so you can go ahead and make the decisions for yourself and hopefully you can find some beers that you like. If, and beers that you've never tried before and go out and experience those. So on that note, uh, I think it's time to wrap it up. We honestly did not come into tonight prepared with anything and we have managed to fill over an hour worth of stuff. So hey. we're getting good at this, I guess, after 46 seven episodes now so um if you haven't found us out yet anywhere on social media all you gotta do is search two crafty dads our website two crafty dads.com is delivered by one rail all of our episodes are on that website you can comment on the episodes you can like them uh you can sign up to be a guest on a future episode so if you'd like to join shannon and i for a beer one evening and turn on the microphones and just ramble please go ahead and sign up we'd appreciate that and you can shoot us an email, twocraftydads at gmail.com. That's the best way to get a hold of Shannon or I. And uh, we just won't delete the email because it'll just sit there for a while like everything else in our email <laughs> box. Um, other than that, uh, I've had another good night, another couple of beers. We don't see it's each other. We haven't seen beers. each other and hung out in a while. Our lives have been so crazy the right. last year. So uh, we'll have to do this again in another couple of weeks. We're getting closer and closer to episode 50. Yeah. I, you know what? I think 50 is going to possibly land on our two-year it, it'll be right there yeah if only we can make that happen yeah. <laughs> I, well we'll the we'll check the calendar and see, yeah. see, see where it lies yeah we'll figure it out but on that note thank you so much for downloading tonight's episode we appreciate it hope you or not downloading and just streaming or streaming whatever just whatever hey, you do whatever you do we appreciate you listening to the two of us rambling on tonight and if you did enjoy a beer with us this evening we hope you enjoyed it and we say cheers Cheers.